to Hey! Hey all, this is Gina Mastro and Nancy Tercy from Out and Out Vibes. Tonight we have a really interesting topic. We would like to talk about communicating with your pets and how you communicate with them psychically and um, how to work with your pet. Exactly, because you know, many of us count on our pets among being like our best friends. And have you ever wondered that spiritual connection between you and your pets that you may have? I have, yes. Like, how do pets know, like, you're having a bad day? Or um, if you've hurt your arm and they come over and, like, lick your arm. How do they know all this about you? Without you, they can't, you can't talk to them. Well, <laughs> well, unless you're a, a, a psychic pet talker, you can. psychic. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> but in the meantime, um, you know... You're closer than you ever realize because pets are extra sensitive to people. They actually, pets have their own ESP, like how you were saying. Um, You know, you know, everybody, they're skeptics, believe that animals react to your behavior. And that way they, you know, instead of reading to your mind, you know, scientists would disagree. But... When next time you find your cat in the fridge, perhaps it's actually more because they know that you left salmon there and they already know it's there for them. So, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) but you know, a lot of pets perform remarkable feats and we'll talk about that later on one of our listeners questions, but Uh you know, animals have their own psychic power like people do, you know? Yeah, so um, I know that pets can be trained to be help you if you are having medical issues. I know that people um, with seizures or depression or anxiety often have pets mm-hmm. who help them. Exactly. And they're able to sense when you, before you have an episode. So mm-hmm. how do they sense that? Do they sense it within the body? So they're not reacting to your behavior because they don't see it yet. But So what, what, are they feeling something? Yeah, because some, again, like humans, you know, some animals can be more empathic. Some people, some animals can be more telepathic. They can be ESP. So it depends on the animal. But they actually can sense stuff before it happens, like someone who's psychic, believe it or not. Oh, that, that's really an awesome gift. Have you, have, ever, have you ever heard of that before? I, I actually have heard of that, um, but I didn't realize how deep it was, how they really um, could sense psychically. Mm-hmm. I always real I always knew that animals sense things, but I didn't think of it as a psychic gift. So it's a different way for me to think about it. Yeah. And you know what's interesting, um so let's look at dogs. Dogs seventy five percent have a human equivalent, like the possible the dog can explain why they're always been man's best friend. 
it's the way that they look at them and they are like important family member. They grow and they understand you. They're just like a living person. And remember, if you're living and breathing, everybody has energy and energy connects to everybody. And you share energy with your animals. So if you're feeling it, they're feeling it. Wow. Wow. That's that's really deep, something to really think about. Now, um, when I know that you can communicate with animals, mm-hmm. so what how do you communicate with them? Okay, well, for me, when I've had to deal with animals that I've gotten phone calls that have behavioral issues or animals that they don't know what's going on, I will go to the house where I can do it from home because, you know, their energy. And then I will actually, here's an example. One of my clients called, they had two dogs. They called because the dog was pooing in the house. And the dog they've had for three years, it was just one of the dogs. They didn't know which one. And they never caught them in the act. So I went over and talked with the dog, sat with them both, and we had a conversation. So when I was done talking with them, I got up and sat at the table and told my client that their girl dog was upset because they dropped a book in the living room that scared her. So since then, she has been pooing in the living room because she has that response of scare in that area. And the back door was, she had to walk through the living room to get to the back door. She couldn't do it because she was scared because someone dropped a book and that scared her and made her shake and she pooed. So now because of that, she had to break that. So my recommendation was you bring treats going through the living room to the back door. And when she went outside, you made a big deal about it. Well, after about a week, it was broken. And they never had a problem with either dog. So it was the girl dog. So it was kind of like an anxiety issue. Exactly. The dog got anxiety from from being scared. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, and they all talk different. Um, so, you know, like, you know, the the movie Pets, have you seen that yet, Gina? I have seen that. Okay. So, actually, animals talk differently depending where they're raised. So, they all do have accents and they talk different. Some talk through pictures. Some will talk like we're talking. So, depending on the person who's working with the animal, animals could talk different just like humans can. Wow. That is really cool. So my the burning question for me is when an animal speaks to you, mm-hmm. what does it sound like? Does it have a high-pitched voice? Does it have a, a low-pitched voice? Well, what do you hear? Well, my one of my friends had um, a little chinchilla. And you know, chinchillas are cute. You figure they were funny. So my friend brought him. I went over to my friend's house and he introduced me to this chinchilla, his pet. 
So the first time I met his chinchilla, I expected a voice, hey, how you doing? Or something, hi, you know, hi voice. <laughs> the voice sounded like this, hey, how you doing? So <laughs> I was like, what are we? Are we Italian? <laughs> yes, I am. So it was like low, but it was a girl. <laughs> wow. So I was like, and, and she was like, I am a girl. I just have a low voice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, you, you never know when you're talking with an animal. Um, yeah. You know, the magic of the animals, you know, because of the sensory, it's all different, you know, and their conversation's all different, just like we are. Does an animal just bring up topics to you? Because I'm not sure how an animal thinks. Okay, so let's talk about fish, shall we? So I have a, a beta fish at work, and my fish does not talk a lot. But what he does say, food. I'm <laughs> hungry. I want food. Hey, you, down there, I'm hungry. Get me some food. Like, that will be his conversation. <laughs> Versus some other fish I know just say, ooh, Look at the pretty colors over there. Rainbow. Ooh. You know, like very simple mind stuff, like what they see when they um, swim by. Um, yeah. So it's not, for fish, it's not a big conversation. Versus a cat or a dog, that might be a little more conversational. Horses, I've gone to help people who have equines talk more. Because, you know, they're they're bigger. They're a bigger animal. Um they don't talk as much. I mean, they can, but usually I've noticed with horses, for me, they show me pictures or like a video more so. Um, so I don't know if it if it's on the breed of the animal. I'm not sure, but they just can talk different. I mean, I have had talked to a horse and they, you know, had, you know, very light conversation but it was more video afterwards with them so it just depends on the animal that's really neat so um another thing that i often hear about is we we know that our loved ones do come and check on us do animals make visitations after they have died uh they do they do Sometimes, Why would an animal come back? Well, if you have an animal that's really close to you, that you have a magical bond, um, you they will come back to visit you. Um, some people who magic, Wiccan, whatever, they call it a familiar, it's a cat that bonds with you, that can see into the other realm. Um, I've <laughs> known a couple of my friends are that way. And their cats that have passed, I've seen them, and they actually watch out for them on the other side. So that's how close they were. So even in death, they're still close. They haven't left them. Hmm. But remember, um, you know, <laughs> we are going to laugh, but animals get regenerated. So, um, you know, for me, I have a cat named Kitty. Well, she is my second cat this go around this life so like she is my first cat 
but a second time around. So it took me a while. She's a reincarnated cat. Yeah. So it took me a while to find her after she passed. It took me like 10 years, but finally I found her. And then I just knew when I saw her that it was her. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Did you give her the same name or did you give her a different name? Same name, Kitty. Okay. I'll actually have three within this lifetime. So she's my second. My other one lived to be 26, 27 years old. That's a long time. Yep. When she realized it was okay to go, she left. Hmm. Wow. Um, so if a person wanted to work with a pet psychic, mm-hmm. um, would they contact any psychic or someone that specifically categorizes themselves as a pet psychic. Well, if you are having some issues with your animal, you actually want to reach out to someone who is a pet psychic because they specialize in being a psychic with animals specifically. So that way they can tune into the animal and they'll have some ESP connection, however they communicate with that person. So you want someone to have that um, connection with animals. So that would be my recommendation to do versus a regular psychic. You can go to the regular psychic, but if you're having issues with the animal, it's always good to have that. Um, here's an example. Do you ever watch the show with the cat guy? He um, helps people who have issues with cats or even the dog. Uh, oh, yes, I know. Yes, I know. Um, oh, I can't think of his name, but I know what you're talking about. Okay, so they have a connection with animals. And Cesar Milan. Cesar. Yes. Yeah. And, and then there's the cat whisperer guy who actually does cats. So, um, they both do, they're, they're animal behaviorists, but really they have a connection psychically, you know, with that too. So it's not just that they're, you know, looking at, they are looking at the behavioral problem of the animal and they're able to understand like, let's say feline behavioral, but they also have a connection with animals. So you want that psychic, pet psychic to help with that. So, you know, that way you can see like a cat whisper or a dog whisper or equine whisper. They call themselves all different. So, but usually it's a pet psychic you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Well, um, and this grows into our listeners question. So, okay. Okay, so it's um, a letter about abandoning pets. So that's why I picked pets today in reference that they understand stuff. And this leads into a psychic connection. Okay. So this is a true story. So you let me know. um, I'll read it and then you can answer. Okay, great. So um, basically, so Chelsea writes... My aunt acquired a little puppy 
and it was cute and shaggy and it was all messy. So they got it around the holidays and they really liked the daughter of, of my relative really liked this dog, but the mom did not. So what they did was they took the dog into another town and dumped the dog by the road. <gasps> oh. So then what happened, the little girl loved the dog and, and actually mourned the dog for some time and kept saying, you know, I miss my dog. I love my dog. Where is my dog? Well, several months later, the daughter was on the front porch. <laughs> and what happened? Well, the dog came and she said, where have you been all this time? And it took a few months, but the dog found its way back home. And, That's amazing. And you know what? I'd like to think that this is a lesson for them to learn that you can't just dump a dog on the side of the road. And, no. you know, a lot of people get pets around the holidays. So the kindest thing that you can ever do for a pet, no longer if you don't want to keep it, is take it to a humane society or animal shelter. And she said, in this case, you know, this dog beat the odds, but many pets don't. And dumping an animal on the side of the road is almost a sure, painful death. And that's not fun. So um, she wanted us to bring this up so that way um, this story can be heard and that people will take responsibility of their pets and not leave them on the side of the road. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's really sad to hear that people can be so cruel to an animal cruelty to animals is a really big problem yeah and it is amazing that that animal found its way home to that young girl who loved it that is a miracle and that is to be celebrated but i really think it was very wrong and cruel of that aunt to just dump the dog. She could have even said to the child, you know, this taking care of a dog is too much for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I'd like us to find it an, a new home. Yeah. And, you know, I agree. And, you know, the tragedy of abandoning the pets is like disposing of a pet by throwing it into the streets. You know, there's drivers out there. Accidents get swerved you know there's busy freeways highways you know in the meantime this person didn't have any remorse or regret of of that and you know what if you cannot keep the pet or realize that you can't keep the pet um you know like she said take the pet to a local humane society or an animal shelter yeah you know, I mean, that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do. But, you know, this of dumping them on the side of the road isn't the right way. No, it's absolutely wrong. 
And that poor dog must have been terrified. Oh, yeah. You know, and that would be when you bring an animal psychic to help them. Now, um, good news is that they learned their lesson and they still have the dog. So they actually had, um, there must have been some behavioral issues with the dog because they actually had um, someone come in and work with the dog. So now they still had the dog and this was like four years ago. But she wanted to bring this up because it is the holidays and she wanted to bring this story up because it is the holidays and that's when they got the dog. And that's when they dumped it on the side of the road when the dog went from puppy to adulthood and realized they couldn't handle it anymore because of the behavioral issues. Yeah, what a shame. What a shame. But, you know, and I think that's also another lesson of when you get a dog – you need to not only do your homework, but you also have to take some lessons. Bring it back to the pet store or wherever you got it and go through the lessons with the trainer so you know how to work with that dog. Exactly. And, yeah. Because and also the dog learns how to work with you. Or cat, you know, or yeah, whatever or animal. Yeah. Because they are babies. Yeah. And, you know, every animal has a different personality even if you can't communicate, you know, they try to communicate with you by their own language, but, you know, they do their best. They can, you know, so they do try to talk to you and let you know what's going on. But, you know, if you can handle it, you there are ways to help you understand them more. So reach out. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that that family found the well, the dog came back to the family, and I'm glad that they learned how to work with the dog. Yeah, and, you know, that was their learn lesson to learn, and now the dog is part of their family now since they were able to get it trained. So it's good that that um, story had a happy ending. And um, how can you pick up psychically how that dog is doing? Um, the dog is doing really well, happy, and actually sleeps in the girl's bed every night. That's great. Good. Mm -hmm. So So it truly is a happy ending. Yep. And no behavioral issues anymore. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, it's been a great show. Um, If you do plan on getting a pet for your child or for yourself this holiday season, make sure you get some training. And research on, on the breed and its personality and what you need to do before you get it. Yes. Make sure it fits in with your lifestyle. Exactly. Well, that w- it's been a great night, Gina. And listeners, thanks for listening. And Gina, where can we go? Oh, you can actually go to www.nancytercy.org or www.nancytercy.com. Click on the service or you could click on contacts and leave a question there. Or even in the podcast, wherever you're listening, you can email us through the podcast too. Any questions you have. Yeah, we'd love to read your question on air and um, give you some advice and see psychically if if Nancy gets anything from it. So also you can find us through Out and Out Vibes Radio. And um, we'd love to hear from you. 
Yeah, and in February, we should be going live without and out vibes radio with BBS radio. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, well, we're out. Toodles, listeners. Bye, everyone. Have a great night. Happy holiday.